Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Welcome to the show. Vassas is here. Aloha. And Sinead is here. Hello. All right, since the weekend, please tell us your cinches of the weekend. Uh, let us know what's going down. Harry Styles smashed it at the weekend. As we're hearing, did Depeche Mode and also Arctic Monkeys. Here was the Isle of Wight Festival. We're heading towards Glastonbury this weekend. It's Royal Ascot as well. We have uh, the final couple of days in the men's opening test against Australia. We have the women's only test against Australia this Thursday uh, with our pals at Cinch. And I was listening to Heather Knight talking yesterday during the lunch break at Edgebaston. And she was saying about the women's game, she has been playing for England for 13 years, right? And she's only played in 10 test matches because that's how few the women play. And the vast majority of the England women's team on Friday, on Thursday rather, will be playing their first ever five-day game of cricket mm. because it's not something they can train for, which is, is fascinating, amazing, wrong. Uh, but also, actually, if you think about it, yeah, it sort of makes sense. Until very recently, even when Heather would have played test matches, yep. they would have been four-day test matches. Right. So it's a, it's a full five-day test starting uh, for four points in the women's ashes. It's a, no, done it's on a massive and it's brilliant. And they've sold 70,000 yep. tickets. It's fantastic. Which is the most ever by miles. So well done, everybody. But it's just so interesting, isn't it? And Because the players don't know, and she was talking about this, the players don't know how they're going to fare in the field on the second, third, fourth and fifth day if it goes to five days because they've never done it before. They don't know how it's going to be standing up, fielding cricket for that duration of time, especially if the weather's like it is now, which I think it's going to be. Yeah, we had a, a rain interruption in the men's yesterday at Edgbaston <laughs> and there was this really annoying 20-minute passage of play where England had to come out to bat having really wrestled control of the Test match away from Australia and it was, OK, England are batting but the conditions are really bad for batting because it's overcast and Australia are going to bat. Oh, there goes one, there goes another one and now it's raining again. So Thank there was God! This, yeah, <laughs> 20 minutes where Australia got out both England openers. So it's really poised. Two days left in this first men's Ashes test at Edgbaston. Uh, England, uh, what are they? 28 for two, leading by 35. Um, Joe Root is at the crease. Nought, not out. Ollie Pope is at the crease. Nought, not out. I like it. I like it. The symmetry there. Come on. It's quite binary-esque. All the ones and zeros. Zeros at the moment. Let's turn them into ones and more. Giles and Penny say, hello, Chris and the team. We're alive. We're kicking and still buzzing from an epic weekend at the Dino Disco. Thanks to you and Tash and everybody else. What an utter privilege to witness Sir Rod and Beverly Knight was our surprise guest and she was unbelievable. There is no better vocalist on the planet today than Beverly Knight. No better vocalist. 
in the world. Abigail says, my sin of the weekend was being lucky enough to spend quality time with my dad enjoying a lovely lunch in sunny Worthing. Jane in Kings Bromley. Hello, Chris and the team. My sin of the weekend is fitting new double glazed windows on my narrow boat myself. Wow. Boom. All finished and sealed just in time for the biblical rain yesterday. I mean, that put it to the test, didn't it? You, you'd, you'd, you'd have thought last week this was the weekend to fix your double, double glazing windows. But they <laughs> poured in the heavens open. How difficult are solar panels to fit? Just out of interest. Are they difficult? They, uh, they seem a lot easier to... I mean, do you just set them up? Are they a bit like a tent? Yeah. You just plug them in? According to the... Because I've had two people around our house looking at putting solar panels in. Mm-hmm. And so you use the flat roofs. Right. Um, and yeah, they're pretty good. And then they they sort of they rotate a little bit following the sun. You don't always use flat roofs. Well, th- these people want to because if you don't have a flat roof, you've got no then choice. You, yeah, you can't. And I've seen loads of solar panels on <laughs> sloping roofs. Do you know that's why? Because because now I know all about LVMH, the luxury brand. Do you know the old ch- the old chests, the old travel? What do you call them? Not cases. What do you call them? Chest travel chests. Trunk, like the trunks. Trunks. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that's why they have a curved a curved lid? Because they were left outside, and so they're so it's like a roof. So it's like so the rain washes off them because they were waterproof. And they used to have to leave them outside a lot because because oh, wow. people used to go on their travels, you know, in a horse and carriage, and often, um, you know, they were weather bound, and that's why that's why they have sloping roofs. Oh, wow. They are they, that literally is not a lid; it's a roof. Interesting. That's a good a fact. Interesting. I like it. No, very interesting. Do you know that Yves Saint Laurent was a student in the workshops of Kristen Dior? No, I did not. You know? Did you know that Tom Ford um, was a student in the workshop of Gucci? Wow, no, I did not. I don't know all about this. And ask me anything about LVMH. I'm all over it. Uh, Lenny in Chase Down. Hello, Chris and Co. My Cinch of the Weekend. We're seeing Robbie um, at, actually, at the Isle of Wight Festival. Great. Cinch uh, of the Weekend. We're seeing the Royal Academy Summer Exhibition where we bumped into Jamie Tart outside. Phil Dunster. He stopped, posed for a selfie and chatted about Baby Shark for a while. Top bloke. Richard and Siobhan from Coventry. So does Phil have... Is he married? Does he have little baby sharks himself? Baby Tarts. Baby Tart. Baby Tart. Uh, Mark from Lincoln, my cinch of the weekend, was seeing Bruce Springsteen in Birmingham on Friday. So he Friday as well as Thursday, did he? On Saturday morning, I booked last minute tickets to see Elton John in Glasgow on Saturday night. Both gigs that are off the chain. There's a lot of gig frenzy going on, isn't there? There's a lot of people going to one gig they didn't think they could afford, enjoying it so much, then just considering a, a remortgage for another gig. Because <laughs> it's, it's jo- they're joyous, aren't they? These things are joyous. Experiences are joyous. They go deeper than any sort of materialistic purchase. Most materialistic purchase you will make oh absolutely the joy i mean when i was there on saturday at the arctic monkeys i was like oh my god this feeling you only get it when you're there and like the band that you love is performing or the artist elton john on sunday at glastonbury i don't want to go on about too much but i yeah but you do have to end your guns and roses no, I'm going to... Going gonna, through the motions on Saturday. <laughs> That's gonna, not a great headline, booking, but li- is it? Lizzo... Do you think so? They should... Well, here's what I think should here's have what, happened. Here's, here's what Sinead thinks. They should have been brave and made Lizzo the headliner because she can put on a show. I know she's not got, like, you know, hours and hours of material, but she's amazing. She's on before Guns N' Roses on the Pyramid stage. Yeah, Guns N' Roses are great, but I honestly do think... I mean, who am I to... I've never, you know... 
If they're miles better than anything I could ever do in my whole life. Yeah, okay, notwithstanding that, but I'm allowed to have an opinion, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, of course you are. I think they're a bit, they've turned into a bit more, a bit like their own tribute act. Yes. You know, and we had Rod Stewart playing at the Diner Disco at the weekend. He is not his own tribute act. He is still completely Rod Stewart in the, he, he came to, did he come to the pub afterwards? Yes, he did. He came to the pub afterwards for like two hours. Mm. And he sat and he had some pub grub and he had a big old chat and he'd focus with anybody who wanted them. This is a man who's nearly 80. Yeah. Right? You go to any pub on a Sunday and, you know, you sort of graciously, courteously, surreptitiously look for 80-year-old men who might be in the pub. They don't look like Rod Stewart. They look like 80-year-old men, which is fair enough because they're 80 and they're men. Mm. But he is nearly 80. He's in the corner of the pub and he's the most rock and roll looking dude out of all of us. And some of us were giving it a good go. <laughs> you know, there was people who'd been to be at the Dining Disco who were 30 odd, 35 years old who were really cool, super cool and super young and got, you know, still so much more of their lives ahead of them, barely into their spring of their lives. You know, I've just approached the winter of my life. Uh, they're, they're sort of halfway through the spring of their life. I don't know where... It's not, this, it's not the spring of your life. It's the spring in your step. Mm. It's the beat of your heart. It's every beat of your heart. I think that's one of his songs. Um, yes, great. I would have said... So- he reminds me a bit of my mum. Yeah. <laughs> bear with me. They're about the same age. Bear with, bear with. Bear with. They're about the same age, but she is so full of life. You talked about this. Yeah. She, and just... she still does all the drugs. And... Yeah. <laughs> she still smokes, actually. Yeah, I know she does, which is the drug. As is alcohol. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them, no stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get involved. We are heading towards a Glastonbury weekend. Isla White just done and dusted. Dine and Disco just done and dusted. But apparently not for the final time because Alan Brazil has declared it so. Jars and Penny have survived the Dine and Disco. We have people who are texting in who were at the Dine and Disco having survived it. Karen in Bristol with her son Rob, Jude and Phil. So far, just five couples have texted the show from 52 all promising yesterday at lunch that they were going to be tuning in this morning. Mm. You liars, liars, your bums are on fires. <laughs> Something happened um, during, because the Dan Disco is usually a Saturday night. So this time, for the fi- for the last ever, in inverted commas, Dan and Disco, it was Friday night, all Saturday and all Sunday as well. It was mammoth. It was, it was, it was brilliant. It was what it was. But something happened yesterday and the couples that were still in attendance, and I think it was the vast majority of them, well over 40 couples yesterday at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. last night, they all vowed to do something, pledged to do something, and if they were serious, and I'm going to send an email to them all this morning, if they were serious, okay, then then I'm going to say maybe, but it, 
If they don't all reply before 6pm tonight, then uh, I'm sorry, all bets are off and the game is actually over. But Alan Brazil did stand up and say, I don't, I don't care what Cristiano says, you know, this cannot end. This cannot be the end. This has to continue. And then he said that he would, because it's all about getting booking a legend, you know. So we've had Paul McCartney, we've had Elton John, we've had Michael Bublé, we've had ELO, we've had Take That, we've had Kylie Minogue, we've had Simple Minds, etc., etc., etc. And we finished with Rod Stewart. And I said, look, there's no, there's nobody else left. And everybody said, look, if you want a legend, there's one in the room. His name is Alan Brazil. Now Alan can hold a tune, so we've agreed to book a band for Alan next year if he will sing four Rod Stewart songs. I think he sang his whole back catalogue during lunch yesterday. <laughs> anyway, Alan is is willing to talk to us this morning, but not until after nine, he said. <laughs> for reasons that you can imagine. <laughs> um, honestly, he can't help himself. It's absolutely hilarious. So um, the events unfolded, the itinerary unfolded. Um, people made their own fun on Friday, but they did arrive on Friday. They booked the hotel on Friday themselves. We had the hotel on Saturday. Um, then when the sort of official itinerary kicked in at 10 o'clock on Saturday morning, I took people for a lovely walk in the Chiltern Hills and um, Tash took people for a run and that was great. And so that's when it all sort of started. Then we took over most of Milo High Street and all the various coffee shops. And then we remustered at about two o'clock on the lawn by the bridge uh, for two paddle steamers that pulled up. Um, paddle steamers, uh, boat number one, boat number two. Boat number one, captain by Rob Bryden, surprise captain. Ably assisted by Mark Wogan with the spirit of Soteric. We raised a glass to Soteric because it all started with him. This is just the latest incarnation of his auctions money couldn't buy and still can't. And then on boat number two, we had... Um, Captain Alex Jones and Chief Smutty Officer Natasha Evans. They captained those two boats. And they both had... Um, one one boat had So Sinatra, this brilliant Frank Sinatra tribute guy who just gave it everything up the Thames. And then the other boat had Mike B. Buble on it. <laughs> and that was fun. Then they arrived at the location, our, our garden, at four o'clock. And then just it, everything, all the events unfolded. It was great. Atul Kutcher was there. Um, with his Michelin star team doing Indian street food. And then you had Chris Mackett with the hand and flowers and Tom Kerridge's team doing amazing barbecues. And then you had the wonderful Jose Pizarro with all the cured meats from Spain with his brilliant team. Just gorgeous. And then you had this sort of this, this, this punk panel on the hay bales of myself, Rob Bryden, Alan Brazil and Russell Brand in conversation. <laughs> it wow. went very well. It was hilarious. Yeah, afterwards we had a vote of who do you think was in charge? And some people thought, oh, Russell completely bossed. Other people said, Rob Bryden had everybody in his pocket. It was great. He owned you all. When Alan Brazil went to back to, see, back to sit down with his wife, Jill, Jill said, you were quiet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, but he was for Alan, you know. 
And then Beverly Knight pitched up out of nowhere and she absolutely smashed it. And then Rod was just... Rod delivered, mm. didn't he? Oh, mega. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. mega. Uh, un- unbelievable. And then he was all so good. back to the pub and uh, nobody knew that we were going to the pub, but we'd hide this pub and we all went to the pub and Rod came with us and it was great. Anyway, if you all meant what you said yesterday, I'm going to send you an email. If one of you don't, if one of you don't reply, then it's a veto for the whole thing. Okay? If if we receive 51 out of 52 replies by 6 p.m. tonight, it's it's game not on. If you all reply, then maybe it's game on. But Alan Brazil is the new king of the dining disco. It ain't me anymore. It's Alan Brazil, everyone. King Alan will be on this show between 9 and 10. He's already failing by saying he can't be on between 8 and 8.30. It's all right to be Charlie Big Potatoes in front of the gang, you know, people-pleasing with your vote-winning speech halfway through lunch on a Sunday. But this is, this is when it counts, Alan. You've got to do the work. You've got to put the hours in. You've got to put the grind in, man. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. If he turns up between... If he doesn't come on between 9 and 10, it's all over anyway, okay? Because without the king, there is no sovereign state. You're right there. Yeah, I just got a text from Alan Brazil. Oh, yeah. Pal. Mm. Just got out of bed. Feeling rough. Can't do today, but I'll do tomorrow. <laughs> it's only a phone call, Alan. Yeah. It's just, all you got to do is say hello. How can you? How can I entrust the future of the Dragon Disco with a man who can't be on the phone for a minute <laughs> the day after it? Who, who declares himself, anoints himself, as the, coronates himself mm. as the new king of the dining disco. It's all right, I have lunch, isn't it? When everybody's there, everybody's loving Alan, bit of Brazil mm. going on. Yeah, come on. This is where it happens. You've got to sweat the small stuff out. <laughs> he was sweating a lot more than the small stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 